Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Are we in trouble? It's one of the things that keeps crossing my mind when I think about the New Orleans Saints and how far uh, we've gone in the past and how much we're blowing up this season. I mean, this offseason. I'm talking about injuries, um, you know, irresponsible behavior on our on the part of our um, on a part of our players, retirements, random retirements, um, not taking care of your body. Like we are falling apart at the seams, and we still have so many questions to answer. We can start off at the top at quarterback. Who's our quarterback? We don't know. Is it Jameis? Is it Taysom? Neither one of them are separating themselves in practice. Like, I mean, in, in training camp, I've visited training camp. I've seen it. It looks too close to call for me. And I'm not the only one. Every every single, every single analyst um, that I've heard from, whether it be Ross Jackson or whether it be Nick Underhill or Mike Triplett, anybody you ask, if you've been to practice, you've seen it, it's too close to call. It doesn't look like, and I mean, maybe maybe it's that because it is practice, right? Um, but, I mean, it could be a bunch of different factors. Is it our receivers? Are they not good enough? We got too many holes in the secondary. Is that, you know, are they not good enough? You can't tell. It's going to take preseason in order to know who's your guy. It's going to take it. And, and golly, we're going to need preseason to be able to tell who's the guy who's not the guy. So, with that being said, God, I don't know who's our starting quarterback, and I'm sure Sean doesn't either. Uh, if I had to call it right now, it'd be a hard call. I, I, if I had to say who's in the lead, it would be Taysom. Here's why Taysom is in the lead for me. Taysom is in the lead for me because Taysom's special power hasn't been put on display yet. And, you know, when the game starts, that's where his special power will be put on display. If you right now were even and my special power hasn't been put on display yet, what does that mean? That means that, hey, we're even now, but look, it's almost like I'm receiving a DB. If I'm even, I'm leaving. And so I feel like at the end of the day, Taysom could leave Jameis behind when games get rolling, when you can see his escapability, when you can see, you know, his, his running ability, stuff that Jameis doesn't have. At the same time, I, I kind of speak a little tongue-in-cheek here because, yo, we haven't seen Jameis' special power, which is throwing the ball deep. He's been about making decisions. If you hear him talk, he's been really about making decisions. I want to make decisions well. I want to process well. I want to do stuff like that. And if he's about making decisions well, right, um, and, and that he's in love with completions. He wants to complete the ball. Awesome. That's been in short routes. That's been in crossing routes. That that you know that's what I've been hearing. And so if that's the case, then we haven't seen his special power either. However, his special power is one that has the ability to get him in trouble. Taysom's special power is one that that gives him the ability to get out of trouble. So, man. I would say Taysom, in my mind, is in the lead, um, technically, right? 
he's technically in the lead. So I am um, I'm concerned. I'll just say that I'm concerned about what's going to happen there. Taysom could actually win this job. And if Taysom wins the job, what happens to Jameis? I know he'll try his best to be a good teammate, right, and support Taysom. And if you hear him talk, that's probably what it's going to be. But, man, inside, he's going to be burning. And the media is going to eat him alive if he loses this battle to Taysom Hill, straight up. So, um, at the top, we have issues. Now, look at the weapons. And so, if you heard Jameis Winston the other day, he said, we have one of the best running back condoms. I, I mean, tandems. <laughs> and and he, did, he did say that. But, cool, yeah, he has one of the best tandems. And now, you have um, somewhat of a threesome. Because you have um, Devontae Freeman back there, and I don't know if you know me or not, but I love Devontae Freeman. I've loved him since he was with the Falcons. He runs extremely hard, and ever since he's gotten the Saints training camp, Sean has put him to work. Yes, he had a fumble the other, fumble the other day um, that led to a, a touchdown on the other end. Yes, that is true. Uh, but at the same time, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can run between the tackles, and when he is, when he's doing well he's doing very well he's only 29 right now so it, he looks like a guy who could help us out and if he can help us out then great so that's three guys in the running back room okay cool so maybe we have to kind of lean on the running game that's that's a little bit that man i'm, I'm gonna say this that's a little bit more comforting only because you have one of the best running back i mean one of the best offensive lines you have Teron Armstead, you have Ryan Ramchek, who's now the highest paid tackle in the game. You have two, the interior is a little bit funky to me because you have um, Cesar Ruiz, who's having a better camp this season. I mean, he didn't have a camp last season, so he's starting off better this season than he was last season. That's good to me, right? I, I, I like that. Um, you have Eric McCoy in the middle as well. He's really good. And so you're excited about the offensive line. There are some questions. I mean, there's always questions when dealing with that interior of offensive line, but Eric McCoy is one that I can kind of lean on. I'm excited about what's going on with Cesar Ruiz, um, and I love what I have on the outside. And so if we're if they're thinking, man, we're about to have to start leaning on our running game, picking up another running back is a good deal. So cool, cool. That's not falling apart yet. The offensive line isn't falling apart, okay? The running back room isn't falling apart, but the wide receiver position is falling apart. Why is it falling apart? Because before, well, last year, it, okay, I don't know if you remember last offseason, we were doing our best to go and get a second guy. Who's going to be the second guy to Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas in 2019 led the league in receptions, right? He broke records in receptions. He um, he was the offensive player of the year. It was a super big deal, right? He was a great player who had a phenomenal time, a phenomenal season. Well, awesome, and all that's great, right? But outside of that, we didn't have a second guy who was, you know, who's gonna get things done. Then we brought on Emmanuel Sanders. Well, that was a fortunate because as soon as we bring on Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas was out for most of the year. So Michael Thomas was gone most of the year. We had to kind of figure that out. So no Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders steps up. Um, a few other guys stepped up. Deontay Harris stepped up a little bit. He was necessary and needed. And we also had a guy like Marquez Calloway step up and Traquan Smith stepped up. And so because so many of those guys stepped up last season, then 
you would think, okay, cool, they at least have, you know, a few more reps, maybe they'll be better for what's going to happen this season, however, we have trouble, and here's, here's where the trouble lies, one, uh, we thought this year you'd be getting back a Michael Thomas, you're not, because Michael Thomas probably won't come back until after the bye week, right, and even if he does come back after the bye week, there's still more trouble with Michael Thomas because of the drama that's going on between Michael Thomas and the team. So Ian Rappaport is saying that, well, he didn't outright say that Michael Thomas requested a trade, but he said if he were to be traded, this is what it would cost the Saints. And he talked about a lot of dead cap money um, a ton this year, and then I think over $20 million in dead cap next year. And so it's not, it's not a good situation for the Saints to be in if they have to trade Michael Thomas at all, right? And so Michael Thomas being... Uh, possibly traded is a problem, right? Even if he were just hurt, then that would be a better situation. But not only is he hurt, but also there's drama. That sucks. That sucks. Because it's not like, oh man, we're we're just gonna wait for him to get back. And once he gets back, everything will be fine, right? That's not the case. We have way more drama than that. And that right now is a situation. So... With that being said, okay, so with that being said, now we have another guy, Traquan Smith. Where are you, Traquan? We haven't seen Traquan for the last few days because he got hurt and they said it was a light injury that he would come back sooner rather than later. Well, it's been a while. It's been a few days since we've seen Traquan Smith. He hasn't returned to practice yet and that's super matters. Because without Traquan Smith in practice, he's our most experienced wide receiver at this point. That moves Marquez Callaway up to the number one receiver. He is he's the guy. Now, undrafted Marquez Callaway, who did well last season, but even when he did well, he got hurt, right? He didn't he didn't shine through the whole season. He did well for a few games, got hurt, he was gone, and had to come back later on in the season. And we still never saw the impact that we saw before. Man, it man, the wide receiver position for the Saints is tough. They have a they have the worst. Actually, I want they probably have the worst wide receiver um course in the league right now. You can look at Jacksonville. Jacksonville has tons of wide receivers that they can count on and rely on. Right? They and they have guys with um potential and everybody's talking about a possible trade with Jacksonville, but we'll we'll talk about that later, right? But Jacksonville has a ton of young wide receivers that they can rely on. The Saints have a bunch of guys who nobody really knows who they are. This reminds me of like 2006. It reminds me of, of, of that time, right? It reminds me of back then where they had some guys that you knew, but not a lot of guys that you knew like that, right? And we're in a situation. If you don't know the Saints, you don't know any of the Saints receivers. You have to be a Saints fan right now to know the Saints receivers, and that's a little scary to me. Because Mike, Mike Thomas, you won't get until later on, so you're kicking the year off the first few games going up against even Aaron Rodgers with, I mean, and that and that secondary for Green Bay, that's a good secondary. With Jair Alexander back there, that's a good secondary. And who you sending out there? Chris Hogan? Now, I mean, we're seeing Chris Hogan, we're sending Marquez Callaway. I'm going to say this, Deontay Harris, um, 
man, look, he's good, he's really good, but he's little, and he's short, and that doesn't stop him from being extremely effective, and, and remarkably quick, and fast, right, the only problem is, sometimes he gets hurt, like last year, when we relied on him too much, we got in trouble, so, man, what's happening at the wide receiver position, I don't know, it's, I'm gonna say this, hmm, Sean Payton has been able in the past to do some incredible things with late round guys, right? And, and we know that. He's been able to do great things with late round guys. It's so funny because he seems to have done better with late round wide receiver talent earlier on in their careers than, um, than the first round guys. What do I mean by that? It took a little while for um, Cook. It took a little while for Cook to get going. But when, once he got going, he got going, right? Who remembers um, Robert Meacham? Meacham, when he first came into the Saints, it took him a few years before he found a role. And he was the first-round guy, right? So the earlier guys, um, Traquan Smith is another guy who was a little earlier, not super early, but a little earlier. And it took him a while before he became a guy. Only Michael Thomas came on super early and just blazed the whole time. But that's because his full talent, you know, I mean, they, they completely, the NFL, I guess, missed on Michael Thomas, because there's no way he would have lasted to the second round if they knew, okay? So let's, I'm just saying that. But anyway, what am I saying? I'm saying the wide receiver position right now for the Saints, Tarmol. Tight end. Um, we don't know what you're going to get out of Adam Troutman. I'm hearing great things. Everybody's saying so many great things about Adam Troutman. They're like, yo, Troutman's doing extremely well. Awesome. I'm, I'm loving to hear it. Um... I was at practice when Nick Vanette couldn't stay on sides for a while. He kept jumping off sides. They had to replace him. Whatever. I mean, he's been missing for a few days. Cool. Right? Jawan Johnson is a guy I'm hearing a lot of stuff about. He's making the transition from wide receiver to tight end. That's awesome. I'm excited about that. And plus, he's been making plays in camp. We'll see if he's a camp darling or if that production is real. Can he, can he carry that over to the games? If he can carry that over to the game, I think he's almost a lock to make the roster. Man, I would love, and I'm saying love beyond that, to, to see him be like a Darren Waller, yo. Can he be like a Darren Waller? That would be a phenomenal situation. I don't know if he can be like that, but if he can be, that would be excellent. So, either way, the tight end position looks, that's still a question. It's still a question mark, but a lot more potential there than um, in that wide receiver role be honest with you all right now where are the big questions the biggest question for any Saints fan across the board is what's going on with our second corner we have a no well god because actually we do we have a question about the number one cornerback spot because what's going to happen with Marshawn Lattimore is he going to be suspended for two games four games eight games or what right based on the situation um you know over the offseason it seems like Drew, when Drew Brees left, it just opened up the door for all of our players to just show they behind. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I mentioned Deontay Harris earlier. Well, Harris has his own situation, right? And what's Harris's situation? You already know. So Harris has a DWI, right? Okay, bam. That's probably gonna cost him two games. And even though he's one of our secret weapons, that's gonna cost him. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so do we have a question at cornerback? Yes. What's going to happen with Marshawn? Is he balling out right now? Oh, absolutely. 
Marshawn Lattimore is balling out right now in camp. Um, and I've not only from what I saw with my own eyes, I'm talking about when it was Traquan Smith versus Marshawn Lattimore, zero separation, that type of stuff. Him going up against Marquez Callaway, knocking the ball away, that kind of type of stuff. And I've heard question after question about who he's going up against, but whoever he's facing, he's shutting down. So we're going to get a better view when he's in, you know, when he plays against Baltimore and when he goes throughout this um, this training camp. I mean, well, throughout the preseason. But still, still, Marshawn Lattimore is great, right? But what is going on with that two-pointer? I mean, you got to defend both sides of the field. And, you know, this, I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is good. It's not a Dion situation. It's not like that's a lockdown over there. He may, he may, he may. But, you know, still, that other side... I'm, I'm saying this. Quarterbacks are not going to be afraid completely to test Marshawn. But if, even if you are, just throw it to the other side. Who's over there? Is it Paulson or Debo? I don't know. I saw him get roasted and killed in camp by Ty Montgomery. But after that, he seems to have been making some plays in team drills. So, okay, cool. But I don't... Nobody's out there saying Paulson and Debo is looking amazing. Nobody's saying Paul Sinadibo is looking amazing. And I've heard several people who've attended camp, and I've attended camp myself. When I was there, he did not look amazing. And other people say he looks tall. He looks um, bigger than you thought. But nobody has outright said Paul Sinadibo looks amazing now. Nobody's saying that. And if nobody's saying Paul Sinadibo looks amazing, that means Paul Sinadibo looks questionable. So he's still a big question, and he's not the answer. So either you're a question or you're the answer, and he's not the answer. Not right now. Patrick Robinson, who everybody would have um, been questioned, you know, would have would have had some nervousness about, he retires. I guess he had questions too. He retires. He's like, yo, I'm going. I'm out. I I I'm, I can't be the guy. He's not the guy. He can't be. He can possibly be the guy in the slot, but he ain't the guy. So it's not. It's not Patrick Robinson. He has retired. He's out. So if it's not him, who is it? And people are like, oh, it's Prince of Mukamara. Nobody's saying that. No, look, Sean Payton ain't saying that. No reporter who's been at Kent Washington is saying that. It's not Brian Poole because nobody's saying that either. In a situation where we need to put hope in somebody where we need to hype somebody up where we need to say there's an answer nobody is giving an answer the only person who's playing out of their minds right now well a little bit anyway is Ken Crawley and we all hate Ken Crawley not hate I'm sorry that's a big strong word okay we all have doubts about Ken Crawley is that better I think so we don't trust Ken Crawley. We're not like, Ken Crawley's the man. Nobody's saying that. I was out there cheering for Ken Crawley. But, he, okay, so Ken Crawley, you know, he's going to, I think he's going to against Trey Kwan. He stopped him the first time. That second time, he was holding for his life. And they was like, yo, he's, he hasn't given up anything in practice. There was no refs out there. Because ain't no way in the world that wouldn't have been called. He was grabbing and grabbing and yucking and all that kind of stuff come on man no Ken Crawley Ken Crawley may or may not you know be able to be our third fourth corner god he can't be two so who's two now he can't run that's straight up he can run with almost anybody but who's two we don't know so do we trade for CJ Henderson maybe 
Maybe we trade for C.J. Henderson. Maybe we go out and do that. But we can't trade a first for C.J. Henderson because we need that first. People are like, yo, give up the first to go get, um, you know, Xavier Howard. Look, I, I'm not, I'm not for that yet. I'm not for giving up a first because right now we're not that team. The same, the team that we were last year, where we can give up a first, second, or third and, and be okay because we're going after a championship and we're in complete win now mode. We may not be in win now mode. I'm sorry to say that out loud, but we may not be in win now mode. I. <sighs> Okay, so at safety, I think we're good, you know, I think we're covered at safety, but in in 2021 Saints fashion, special teams ain't where it was. In special teams, you worry about three things. Who's your punter? Who's your kicker? Who's your kick returner? Well, kick returner may be suspended, and now our kicker is gone for maybe 12 weeks, and that's best case scenario. What is going on? I don't know. As a Saints fan, I almost feel cursed. Like, I feel like, yo, why? What is? What did we do to offend? And I, this, not, I'm not even going blasphemous. I'm not saying the football guys, because I think that's stupid. I, I, what did we do as a city to offend God? Like, <laughs> do we make God mad? God wouldn't do this stuff. I'm, I'm not. I'm just playing. And maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe Jameis is going to be amazing. Maybe Taysom is, you know, Steve Young. (laughs) But most likely not. So, all right, we got questions, y'all. We falling apart. At wide receiver, Michael Thomas, done. Cornerback, I don't know what's happening with Marshawn Lattimore, and I don't know who our second cornerback is. At wide receiver, the the most consistent wide receiver in camp is uh, Deontay Harrison. He might be gone for a few games, too, because of a DWI. Cool. All right. Um, what else? Um, our defensive line. Our defensive line looks great, according to Ross. Ross said defensive line looks amazing. There's so many different pieces there. But guess what? As soon as you get excited, Andres Pete goes out. Andres Pete is walking. Uh, he, he's, he's away. And Peyton Turner, who they were raving about over the course of the last few days, he left early, too. What's up? I feel like we've fallen apart before the season even starts. You you know how they say you want to start fast? Well, we are starting in the hole. Every, who's, yo, and Traquan, are you really hurt? Like, I don't know what's going on. David Onyemata, who's on that defensive line, is defensive tackle who we've relied on for a few years now, hurt. How is he hurt? <laughs> because he decided to take some supplements and now he's gone for six games, right? <laughs> he's gone for six games over PEDs. So David, I'm hurt. Man, I don't know what is going on, but on almost every level, we have some big situation happening right now and all we can do is trust in Sean Payton Sean we gotta trust in the system then it's Allen we gotta trust in the defense but this doesn't look good this is bad this is bad (laughs) this is not good 
and I honestly, it's like I, you got look, a storm is coming, hurricane's coming, and you gotta take cover. Guard your heart, Saints fans. Guard your heart. If you're coming into this season thinking Super Bowl or bust, then you should, you know, lower your expectations. I'm sorry. I don't want to say that out loud, but I must say it. I, I listen to Ross Jackson, and Ross is probably one of the most positive dudes in all of Saints coverage. One of the most positive dudes in all of Saints coverage, for sure, for sure. Right? He can spin, like, any problem that goes down when Drew went down last year. He spun that thing, and he made me feel like everything was going to be okay. And yes, it was okay. Taysom, three out of four games, he won them. And I felt like, all right, you know, okay, let's make this go. When Teddy had to take over for Drew Brees, um, Ross made that thing feel all right. He was like, hey, man, this is going to, you know, this is going to, um, you know, it's okay. Let's watch and see what Teddy does. And once Sean Payton has a chance to put this, uh, make this offense suitable to Teddy, it's going to be amazing. Cool. Then we... What I learned in those situations is you can trust when you have a good head coach, and a good head coach is going to help this team make it. Sean Payton was the head coach while we were having a bunch of seven and nine seasons, and we had Drew Brees at the time. But what was what was key to those seasons where we didn't have a great defense? Now our defense has some holes. Um, we don't have the hole that linebacker has been filled. Quan Alexander is here; he is hurt. He is kind of recovering, but fine. By the time the season starts, he'll be good. So, at the linebacking, linebacking situation, I'm okay with. I love what they're doing. Um, defensive line, I'm a little bit more trusting in our in our staples, right? I'm hearing good things about Marcus Davenport. I'm hearing good things about Cam, um, Cameron Jordan. Like, I'm I'm okay there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm okay on the D line, right? Um, Carl Grandison, I'm hearing good things about. Like, I'm okay on the D line. I'm not the interior of the defensive line, so I believe that that may be something that we have to think about. But for the most part, I'm okay with the D-line. Now, beyond that, in the secondary, man, I'm okay with our safeties. I'm just, I don't know who's that second corner, and that's bothering the life out of me. But the defense, because in all those seven and nine seasons, we had a great offense, but defense sucked historically. Now, we're going to have a pretty good defense. In my mind, I think so. Except if we ever get that one spot covered, right? That's gonna be a big weakness, man. But we're gonna we should have a pretty okay defense. But on offense, I am concerned. But should I be? Because Sean Payton is an offensive genius and and if we have and back in our day, I'm saying the heyday, like the Super Bowl year, Marcus Colston, Pierre Thomas, Lance Moore, those weren't household names. Those are names that got stuff done though. So maybe Sean can turn Kawan Baker into a guy. Maybe Sean can take Ty Montgomery and turn Ty into a guy. Maybe Sean can take Marquez Callaway and turn that dude into a pro bowler. Maybe Sean can look at Chris Hogan and say, yo, you're going to be the next West Walker in this system. Maybe. Sean can take Deontay Harrison and put him in a situation where he can last us the entire year. Maybe Traquan Smith comes back and plays a role and maybe they can make peace with Mike Thomas. And Mike Thomas can come back and be Mike Thomas. And maybe we can lean on our running game and it could be all right. Maybe. 
that offense can get it together and we can still be a playoff team, just maybe these things can happen. And if these things can happen, I can say I will cheer out of my mind for where we're going to go. I will lose it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be there. Who that, who that, who that? But maybe, maybe it all doesn't pan out like that. And we're going to start focusing on 2022 draft. I'm not sure, y'all. But one thing, um, that first part of the season is going to teach us a lot about who we are. And from there, we're just going to take this ride. I'm, I'm geared up for the first preseason game. The, with the way things are going with the Saints right now, every Saints fan is probably going to be paying attention to all four quarters because we know everybody playing has a possibility of making this roster. That's where we are right now. Back in the, look, a year ago, that wasn't the case. Two years ago, that wasn't the case. But right now, Man, if you shine in the fourth quarter, you might be a guy that we have to hope in again. Ah. I'm not looking forward to that. But what I am looking forward to is seeing this whole thing play out. With Taysom, with Jameis, how does it all play out? Um, that's something that we will see together. All right, y'all. This has been Rick Sincere, MCNV Sports, giving you a, a who that. And if we are falling apart... Um, should at least be entertaining. Alright, I'm out.